This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Bet and Breakfast, a podcast from BetSided. Hey, does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? It's sports betting for everyone. I'm here to tell you today that the New York Yankees season is done. Stick a fork in them, it's over. Lamar Jackson, I can't believe he's that low on the list that he's my bet for sure at this point in the season. Early leans, best bets, props, parlays. If you can bet it, we've got it. I'm taking the over on this. If you look at the last five games, this is a game waiting for points to be scored. Tom Brady, I think everyone's heard of him. If Brady puts up the numbers, they have the 10th easiest schedule the rest of the way. Get in, get out, and you're ready to go. I think they're going to have to give him the award if Dallas ends up locking up this division and possibly even that number one seed. And here are your hosts, Ben Heisler, Ian McMillan, Peter Dewey, Donovan Smoot, and Reed Wallet. What comes before anything? What have we always said is the most important thing? Breakfast. Family. I thought you meant the things you need. What's going on, people? Bed and Breakfast live on a Thursday for November 18th. Ben Heisler, Ian McMillan, Donovan Smoot, glad to have you guys with us on the show today. Plenty to dive into on Bed and Breakfast this morning. We'll get into our bet sided pro am. It is, of course, a Thursday, so we've got a great slate of college football and NFL for this week, and we will go over our top plays and our top fades. We'll also get into our best bets for Thursday night. Big week happening, especially for you, Ian, over in New York City, where I didn't realize that someone had knocked on your door earlier this week, uh, possibly to showcase your apartment in Brooklyn to the rest of the world. Was this like house hunters? Was this, uh, you know, for like a, a new renovation project? What what could possibly people wanted to do to, to show your apartment of the world? This is fascinating. It was a location scout for Law and Order Special Victims Unit, which I didn't even know was still a show, but apparently it's still on. It's like 26th season. It's been on since 1999. Forever. But uh, yeah, it's been on forever. Apparently, though, my apartment gives off uh, big uh, reclusive bombers hideout vibes, which I mean, it'll be cool if they use my apartment in the show and I'll get a little bit of money for it. But also it's kind of a ricochet shot about my, my, my poor apartment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. What, what sort of the opportunity cost? Like how, how many units would they have to, to offer you for you to be like, all right, I'm ready to showcase my apartment as a bomber's reclusive hideout. Like what, what's the, the, the paying cost here? Um, I, that's a great question. I, I, I thought about uh, proposing them either give me like, I think I'd do it for like 500 bucks. Am I lowballing it? 500 bucks. I, I, or I would just take a cameo. I think a cameo on the show would be pretty cool. What would you do, Donovan? <laughs> Um, I don't, I would probably go for a cameo, but I don't, I don't, listen, I don't know if 500 bucks, I've never been in this position. No one's, no one from SVU's ever knocked on my door and try to, you know, I don't know what the, but yeah, I don't know what I the could, going price for that is. Yeah. But if I could be in SVU and just have like, like some, you know, crazy line, they, they put everybody in SVU cause it's been on forever. So I would love to be a part of the SVU family as a, All right. as a All right. Here, here's my proposal to you, Ian, would you do it for a thousand dollars? Just you as a cameo or for $500, but you get to wear the bacon suit from bacon bets. Oh, $500 and I'll wear the bacon suit. Okay. Sure. Done. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I learned this week as again, we, we get a chance to, to know each other a little bit better. Uh, Donovan is a big sing out loud in the car guy. And with the new <laughs> all I do. album coming out, like you told, you told me that you like nearly lost your voice singing along to this new album. Like 
I didn't know that you could learn the words and the lyrics that fast, that quickly to the point where your voice could be lost. Well, I mean, I was running the song. I was running each song back probably like five times. And so like, so I, 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 I know everything. Um, listen, I'm a huge Silk Sonic fan. That's that, those are my guys, Bruno Mars, Anderson, Pack. They don't make bad songs. And so I'm so happy like that they came together. It's probably going to happen again because the Dell's dropping tonight. So this is going to be a, exactly. I know that was my reaction last night when I remembered. So it's okay. be a great weekend. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm excited for that. So like, are you, if you, they're clearly your favorite group, like you said, but are you, yeah. are you dropping them at karaoke? Like where, who is, who's your go-to for that? Like what, what's the song? Cause I feel like this, it, your, your go-to karaoke song says a lot about the type of person that you are. So like what, what would be that song for you? Would it be a Silk Sonic song? Would it be someone from Bruno? Would it be something else? No. So it's funny. So I don't have a go-to karaoke song, but a couple weeks ago, me and my homies, we had went out and we actually did karaoke like in front of just like some random people. And so we did two songs and the one that we closed with was Buy You a Drink by T-Pain. And so That's I think that was one. That was that was very solid. The um the crowd was into it. Um and I think listen, I forgot how the cadence went, so I went into the bathroom like five minutes before and listened to the song over and over <laughs> and, and 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 did it. So I yeah, I think if you give me a five minute bathroom break before any performance, I'll be good. Our guy okay. Peter, by the way, checks in and says that "Take Care" is easily my go-to karaoke song. Oh my goodness, that's an awful choice. <laughs> I, I love. I, I love Drake. That's not a good karaoke song. All right, we'll have to we'll have to instruct Peter. Ho- hopefully, his karaoke choices uh, you know start yeah. to to rise up to his his level of early season <laughs> NBA picks uh, at some point. What about for you, Ian? What's what's the song that uh, if you're at a karaoke bar now in Brooklyn or New York City that uh, you feel the need to have to bounce out? Yeah, my apartment actually shares a wall with a karaoke bar, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> What? Yeah, I can't hear oh, it though. No. So I mean, it's fine. But yeah, we literally it's like you share a wall with them. Um, anything I I would choose any song by the greatest pop band to ever grace the face of the earth. Do you know who the greatest pop band is? I feel like you're gonna make a Canadian reference, but I I Not Canadian, just no. I just want I just wanted you to tell us who it is. I don't know. Aqua. Oh God. I'm okay. talking Barbie Girl. I'm talking oh, uh, Candyman. Talking Doctor Jones. Heat of the Night. Oh, man. Aquarium by Aqua is the greatest pop CD of all time. Popping any song when, uh, from that CD, from that CD, from that album, I'll sing it at karaoke. Wow. Aqua. I didn't. Donovan, did you think we were going to get an Aqua <laughs> I, I, reference today? No, I didn't. Listen, Ian, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll take your word on it. Wow. All right. Salute to you on, on Aqua. That is impressive. Uh, Brian checks in, says Sweet Caroline is the best choice for um i suppose like if you're in boston in the middle of the baseball stadium it's a great <laughs> choice um this is awesome because young acorn is right there with me i drop a little bye 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 at karaoke we're talking about good pop bands do, do um, you do the dance as well i the only part i know is like this part <laughs> so like I, I, I and then there's like a little bit of this oh yeah yeah like i, I wasn't gonna get up from the chair to go ahead and do it um so I, I, I'll do a little instinct, bye, bye, bye. Sometimes, like, depending, I, you want karaoke to be a good sing-along option. You want to get everybody there fired up. Um, so another good one that I'll do every so often is, you guys know Wagon Wheel? Like, Darius Rucker kind of oh, made it even classic. more famous 
Yonder yeah, Mountain String Band. So sometimes I'll, I'll go in that direction. I used to do a, a song called Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. Do you guys know that one too? I don't know. No. That one. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured we were starting to go a little bit from like <laughs> stuff everybody knows <laughs> to moving on. Also, our guy Reed checking in saying, buy you a drink doesn't miss. All right. So next guy. time, what's, what's next time on, everybody Reed? gets together, th- this is going to be something that we're going to have to see. So feel free to send us uh, your top karaoke songs over in the chat as well. We'll make sure that uh, we run it up the flagpole and, and debate it amongst ourselves. Let's uh, let's dive into the Pro-Am, guys. we got a bunch of really good NFL and college games this week. I always take this as an opportunity for us uh, to break down with each other the games that we are playing versus the games that we are fading. Good opportunity to see well, where our confidence is and also where we're trying to figure out where the sharp money versus the public money is going. So let me uh, let me start with you, Ian. Is there a game on the slate that you love? Is there a game on the slate that you hate? And where are you going with it? Yeah, a game on the slate that I love is actually, and this is going against the public on this one, I love the Vikings uh, against the Packers here. Slight underdogs, the Vikings are at home. Um, I don't think the Packers are as good as their record indicates. Uh, I, I went on Twitter calling the Titans frauds recently. Well, the Packers are kind of the frauds of the NFC. They're a good team, uh, but you look at their offensive numbers, very average. They're like 15th in yards per play, 15th in like yards per pass. And very average offense. Now their defense, very, very good at stopping the run. Elite pass defense, but you can run the ball against the Packers. They're uh, like 26th or 27th in opponent yards per carry. And then we know, of course, the Vikings have a very uh, efficient run game. So I think the Vikings are going to be able to run the ball against this Packers team. Uh, and I think we're going to see a little bit of, of spread regression from the Vikings because they're what now? Eight and one against the spread, nine and one against the spread. They're not going to finish the season, you know, with only one loss against the spread. So we're going to see a little bit of regression uh, with the Packers spread record as well. So uh, I like the Vikings to pull off the upset this weekend. Uh, and the game that I'm uh, uh, going to avoid, well, I have to bet on every game. But if there was a game that I, that I would avoid, it's that Dolphins-Jets game. I mean, it's a garbage game between two garbage teams. And who knows what's going to happen when two of the worst teams in, uh, in the NFL meet with each other. Uh, especially because Joe Flacco is getting the start, which is absolutely insane to me. Uh, people forget, though, two-time Super Bowl champ. Uh, but I would stay away from that one because any <laughs> time the two bad teams meet, uh, you never really know what's going to happen. I suppose that's true. Anything can happen the moment that Joe Flacco steps onto the field. That's that's what they would say over at the sportsbook is the corner TV game, the one that you just sort of yes. put off to the side, and like the only people that are watching that game are, are the absolute degenerates. So I completely understand that perspective. Is there a, a play and a fade for you this week, Donovan? Yeah, I I like the Raiders this week against Cincinnati. I I, I know that, you know, Vegas, they've lost two in a row, but their offense, they can still move the ball on anybody. They're still top 10 in yards per play, top 10 in yards per game. Um, they've had a two-game losing streak this this season, and they've, you know, they come back on it. Also, the Bengals, are they're reeling a little bit. They lost to the Jets, and, and they, um you know, and they gave up 40 points to, to Cleveland. I think this is a really good get-back spot for the Raiders. Um, they've covered in three of the last four, and so I think – if, if Cincinnati comes out and hasn't completely fixed their issues, they can they can get got, especially on the road. I'm and with then, you Yeah, and then I oh, think okay. – and listen, I, you and me, we're here on the Titans. I think that, that the Titans are frauds. That And, you know, they're going to be my fate. They're going to be my fate of the week. You can still you can still move the ball on them. You can still run the ball. They're bottom third in the league in yards per rush. You can still throw the ball on them. They're bottom five uh, in pass yards per game. Last – these last two weeks have been a fluke, right? The leading rusher since Derrick Henry has gone out has been Deonta Foreman. He had 30 yards against the Saints and 29 yards against the Rams. 
And outside of Marcus Johnson last year, last week who had 100 yards, they haven't had a 50-yard receiver. Their their offense sucks right now. They can't they can't get anything going. I I really think that you know Houston with Tyrod coming off of a bye, he's gonna be you know he's gonna be healthy. I think we're gonna be able to see the Tyrod that we saw at the beginning of the season, the one that's a little bit more mobile, a little bit more stable. And I think Tennessee gets got here as well. Yes, yes. Want to know a secret? Don't tell our boss. Deion's a foreman kind of sucks. He just picked him up in fantasy. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. The, the, the Titans, they, they've made themselves into a really good spot where if they do get Derrick Henry back, then maybe perhaps they can make some noise, especially if their pass rush continues to be as effective as it's been. Um, but they're they're also capitalizing on a bunch of key turnovers. And again, that regression comes throughout the year. So I don't know if I'm ready to go ahead and, and join the full-on Titans or Frauds bandwagon, but I completely understand. I, I, listen, I've faded <laughs> in the last few <laughs> <laughs> I've faded them the last few weeks. I don't I'm completely ready to stick that fork in. That's that's a, a good play by you. Uh, that's well done. For me, uh, I, I like the Colts. Love the love the Colts this week. I mentioned it already on the best bets video that we recorded over at Betsided and right here on YouTube. I, I really think the Colts are live in this game. Uh, Frank Reich four zero against the spread, off of an off the spread, off an of uh, an against the spread loss. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor continues to be uh, an absolute difference maker for the Colts. Really. Once he got going, it was more so him than Carson Wentz, I think, that helped get them to a, a more successful point. They're 11-0 and 0, uh, when he rushes for 80-plus yards, and he's been averaging almost 120-plus per game over the last five weeks, and they've gone 4-1. and one. The one game that he didn't rush for over 80 yards was that loss to the Tennessee Titans, and that was an overtime loss. So if Taylor gets going against Buffalo, if they can establish the run with him, I know that it's we can we can laugh a lot of times at teams that are trying to establish the run. Uh, certainly, Seattle, sort of that case. I wrote about that over at Betside of this week. But uh, for the Colts in particular, it, it's just so instrumental to their success on offense that I think that's really a key for them. And then the fade for me, I I can't figure out why the Sharps love the Chicago Bears this week. I I've watched the Chicago Bears. I've seen one half of football. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I've seen one half of football that has been inspiring all season long that that's it so if you're going to tell me that a, a second half against pittsburgh uh is all of a sudden going to open things up against a ravens team that's going to be pretty pissed coming off uh, a bad thursday night loss with extra rest i go to the bears or have a bye too um just doesn't make a whole lot of sense i, I have serious concerns with the bears ability to pick up the ravens blitz to me it, 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 I, I have those visions of week three when Justin Fields got sacked nine times against the Cleveland Browns, but they just could not handle the pass rush. So I don't get the sharp play. I feel like Fields is going to be running for his life here. This is not a game that I want to get on. All right. Before we get out of here, we have best bets for Thursday. You have uh, plenty of action in the NFL, uh, NBA going on tonight as well, college hoops, NHL. So I will kick things off with you, Donovan, for Thursday night. Tell me where you're going. Uh, I'm I'm going to Denver. I'm going with with last year's MVP. I think the Nuggets cover at seven and a half against the Sixers. Um, you know, Denver's they they've won three of the last you know the the last three wins have been by nine points. They also have the best scoring defense in in the league. They keep their opponents um, you know to the least amount of rebounds in the league. They're also seven and one at home, which was very surprising. I didn't realize that until you know until I was looking at it before. But they they're great at home, and I think Philadelphia without. Without Simmons, obviously, and without Embiid, Doc hasn't playing hard, but it's just not enough. I mean, if you have Tyrese Maxey and, and Andre Drummond as your second and third option, 
and you know, I don't listen, I don't want to hate on Maxi because he's actually taking the leap. But if it's whether it's Andre Drummond or Paul Reed that's playing that five position, Jokic is going to get his. And I just don't think that they have enough offensively to go on the road. Um, they've lost five in a row as well. I, I I just think that they just don't have enough tonight against Denver. I think that call, especially at home, is a really good one where, where Denver is usually able to take advantage of teams, particularly in the high altitude. They're really prepared yeah. for that. And they can sort of move on. Seven and a half is a lot, but I, I'm with you there. I think that's the right play. Uh, Ian, I know you're looking at the Thursday night game tonight. Patriots, uh, seven-point favorites uh, against Atlanta. Your Falcons at home have an opportunity to redeem themselves after a bad loss against the Cowboys. And uh, other than that loss, they've actually been playing substantially better football since the beginning part of the season. But uh, it is the Patriots, and I know that that scares the absolute daylights out of you. Yeah, this is not going to be a good day for Falcons fan. If any any other Falcons fans out there, I'd recommend just not watching tonight's game because it's <laughs> it's going to be ugly. Uh, I don't like to use the term lock, but I think the Patriots are going to blow the Falcons just completely over the water uh, tonight. I mean, this matchup is cursed. The Patriots are 6-0 and straight up and against the spread uh, since Bill Belichick has taken over as head coach. Falcons haven't beat the Patriots since 1998. Uh, and then not only are the Patriots going to just destroy the Falcons tonight, uh, we're going to get 28 to three games shoved in our face at least eight times throughout the broadcast. It's not going to be a fun night. Uh, but also, I mean, the, everyone was high on the Falcons heading into last week. I was one of those people when they were four and four, but their wins came against the Jets, the Giants, the Dolphins. Who's the other? Oh, and the Saints. I mean, those aren't really great wins, and still statistically they rank in like the bottom seven or eight, even though they had a pretty easy schedule to start the season. So Patriots are trending upwards. They look fantastic. The Falcons got exposed for the team that they are when they finally faced a good team in the Cowboys this past weekend. I think the Patriots are going to win by millions tonight. It's I, I might cry at halftime. We'll see. Well, I was just going to say, if, they, if the Patriots win by a million, if that number climbs to seven and a half, I'm jumping all over Atlanta tonight. Just I feel like that's a great number to get at home. Do you see the number getting to seven and a half? Uh, it certainly could. It seems like a lot of people are on the Falcons. I, I, I was looking for the biggest alternate spread I could find yesterday, and I found Patriots – uh, minus 19 and a half at like plus 375. And I might sprinkle on that, to be honest. Oh, man, that, that is the most emo bet of emo bets. from, from one <laughs> It, game it really is. One. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, I, I will actually give you something positive for the Atlanta Falcons tonight. I like Matt Ryan to go over his touchdown prop. I think it's actually very good value over at WinBet Sportsbook. It's, it's at uh, plus 135. I know he hasn't done it in two of his last three games, but he had done it in five consecutive games leading up to it. Granted, as Ian mentioned, they were against some bums and teams like the Jets and, you know, the Saints hadn't been playing well and they ended up, you know, going and upsetting them there. Uh, but I do think it's plus value for a team that's likely going to be playing from behind. So at some point, they're going to have to move the ball forward. And he's already throwing a ton. Um, you know, Patriots defense is pretty good. They're fourth in NFL and touchdowns allowed. Uh, but Matt Ryan has also thrown more than 30 passes in all but two games this year. So it's going to be a, a big part of the offense. I think at some point you just have to move the football forward. Uh, he'll for sure get one, and I imagine he can get that second one perhaps in garbage time, and you can get that at plus value. All right, appreciate you guys hanging out and waking up with us. Uh, one more thing from our buddy Young Acorn wants to know if we can get an early degenerate college basketball pick. Uh, we won't have one on the podcast, but a little bit later on, if you go over to fansided.com slash betsided, our guy Reed Wallach has plenty of college basketball previews coming up for you guys today. Thank you for joining us. For Ian, for Donovan, I am Ben. Always great to have you guys be a part of Bet and Breakfast. We will talk to you 
next Monday for Brands Make a New Edition. Until then, so long. May all your bets hit.